Hi, hello, and welcome to the show, the Ultimate Playlist Podcast, full of choice tracks. I'm Brandon. Yeah, I'm Damon. What's up? Hi, I'm Dietrich. And I'm Taj. Well, but, if this is your first time, what? <laughs> I think one of our hosts is replaced by a robot, but okay, let's just skip right. over that. I think we're fine. I think we're good. I think we're good. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm trying to be positive, guys. There's a Dalek. reason for that, okay? He's a Dalek. He's a Dalek. Yeah, so if it's your first time joining us, welcome. Just a quick little recap what we do here. This is a music podcast. There's a couple sides to our our show here. Side A is where we pick a favorite song, choice track, based on a theme. And then side B, we have a conversation about an album that was selected by a host. And let's go ahead and drop that needle on side A. All right, so the theme for this week's episode is songs that motivate you, songs that inspire you. Uh, another way to look at it, I think uh, I think Taj might have said it, is the light in the dark, right? Something like that, which yeah. I think I think works for for this theme. So so yeah, it's basically just songs that you play to to keep you going because sometimes you get really depressed, sometimes you just want to give up, and you can play a song that just puts you right back in the the swing of it puts you right back into the game and so that's the choice track theme for side a and the song that i went with is one that really helped me get through college a lot and it's still a song that i i revisit from time to time the song i picked is you get what you give by new radicals And it came out in 1998. Uh, it is. Um, it, it actually was from their only album, which is called Maybe You've Been Brainwashed Too. I think the first time I ever heard this song was probably the music video uh, on MTV. And I took a took. I took like I, I the first time I heard it. Like I, it just. I, I don't know. I connected with it, and it resonated for me, and really just put a smile on my face. And every time I listen to the song, I, I think back to hearing that song for the first time. And uh, I don't know. It just always. It always maybe just it encouraged me to to keep going. So when I was in college, there were many times where things were a little tough, you know, and I would put that song on and it just, I don't know, it always like brightened my day and, and made me smile. Um, the, the front man for the band New Radicals, his name is Greg Alexander. They, uh, they didn't last very long, but he was a writer, producer of all their songs. And uh, the song was pretty popular for a spell. Um, it did reach the top 40 in the U.S. And um, by 19, I think it was 1999, the band was done. They were tired of performing and tired of promoting. Um, but the song lives on. I still enjoy the song quite a bit. Um, it just, I just, the the message I think is is really good. And uh, yeah, that's that's it. That's all I got to say. What do you guys think? So it, I I know the song. Uh, I like it. Um, you know, some of the lyrics, you know, it pop out for sure. You know, you got the dreamer's disease. You know that that lyric. Um, yeah, I knew this song instantly. But then what's interesting is like, you know, we had a robot start the podcast. Have you been replaced, Brandon? This is the most poppy white person song I've ever had you pick before. And I'm like, this is like, I did not expect this from you as a motivational song. To be hey, I, I was surprised as much as you are how much I enjoyed the song when it first came out. It was not something that I thought I would like, but I don't know. It just became like an earworm and it's it's just stayed with me this whole time. And like I said, I it's just something about the song just always like I don't know, it just encouraged me to keep going. And uh yeah, I mean it it, it did its job right for me when when I needed it the most. So it, and so it, I will say I never seen the music video until uh today and I watched the music video, and you're like, that's one trippy music video. <laughs> like we're going to throw adults in animal cages and then the poor lady, they, they tackle her down and change her into a worker uniform and make her serve food to them. And you're like, what the heck is going on in this video? So, yeah, it's like down with the adults. <laughs> or something. But yeah. 
for sure. But yeah, no, I, I liked it. So yeah, download adults. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The Brandon's like a jukebox. He likes all kinds of music. This is a little bit of a surprise for for me to hear this as one of your favorites, but it makes sense what you were saying. This is like a this is part of our our age timeline of uh music you have to like like something that's sort of like this at one point for me it'd be like a nostalgia thing like i think this is a good song uh new radicals were cool like he looks different now like he just looks older it kind of makes me feel older but uh yeah i remember the video and um yeah it's weird (laughs) a lot of stuff was weird in the 90s and then early 2000s it was even more weird and then kind of like just you know even keel for a little bit <laughs> and now uh, i think it's getting weird again but um yeah new radicals i love the song always on the radio reminds me of being in my 20s again uh yeah that's another tie to our our youth brandon so that's what i get out of this man and it does it does fit the bill for the theme for sure Gotcha. Um, I was going to say, if I knew somebody that believed in this word, I would use it. But I know he doesn't, so I'm not going to say it. It belongs to him. But if I was going to say this, it would say it would be somebody's guilty pleasure. <laughs> Let's throw that out there. Yeah. Um, if somebody believed in guilty pleasures, this would definitely be one of those songs. It's it's very poppy. It's very happy-go-lucky. And I can see why it would get somebody in a good mood. Now, having said that, knowing that nobody believes in guilty pleasures, it's just a good song all around. And we're just going to leave it at that. <laughs> I like your pick. All right. Well, there we go. Um, yes, I don't believe in guilty pleasures. <laughs> you like what you like. So um, I, I'm not ashamed to like this song, but I understand why it doesn't make any sense. But it's yeah, just so. like I like that Katy Perry <laughs> song from many, many episodes ago. Why? I don't know. I just do. And that's how I feel about this. Anyway, all right. Let's uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, move on to our next uh, next host. And uh, Damon, what do you have for us? Yeah. Um, so I think that uh, I like your theme. It's a good like good theme for you. I think because it's you know I think we had themes that were similar before, but um, and I'm glad to hear that you gave us something to you know to think about that would motivate us. And for motivation, I think like working out or you know meeting a goal or working on my house, whatever. You know it's going to be like hard. And uh, I tend to listen to heavier heavier stuff or fast pace. Uh, one of the bands I love and I've listened to a lot did karaoke to a lot um, is uh, Alice in Chains. And if you don't know who Alice in Chains are, well, you're crazy. But um, yeah, they're they're definitely a good band. Um, this is uh, a song called Rooster. And um, this is, yeah, it's like I could I could work out to this. I could pass a test to this. I think when I listen to something like Alice in Chains Rooster, it makes me feel fired up. Like I've like I've got the power all of a sudden. So if anybody's going to try to bring me down, they're going to have to they're going to have to work really, really hard, <laughs> really hard at it. Um, and uh, I believe that this is 93, 93, 92, 93. And this is uh, from the album Dirt. So anyway, get you some. Uh, Allison Chains, yeah, it was a good band. I I saw them live, but it was after um, some time had come by. <laughs> so the uh, uh, awesome original vocalist Lane uh, Staley, 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 uh, he had passed away. Um, and Jerry Cantrell is a you know vocalist too and guitarist, and he's he's still with them. He does some solo work. Uh, but uh, William Duvall. He's their new singer. Um, he was he wasn't bad, but it was weird. I mean, because you think of Allison Chains, you know, with Lane Staley, and it's like, uh, who's this guy? But yeah, that was um, that was fun to see him live. But it was definitely weird without the original vocalist. A lot of bands do that, though. You know, they gotta gotta keep going, right? So um, Rooster, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I'm getting uh, motivated, Kate and Tell. Mm. Yeah, it's. I mean, I I I always like Alice Alice in Chains, um, yeah. and I I definitely like this song. Um, it it did throw me off for for a moment though, because when I when you picked it, I'm like, yeah. huh? How's this song motivational? And I don't think I ever really listened to the lyrics. The lyrics so. are yeah, yeah, right, right. But when I think of his voice, and I think of Alice in Chains, I don't necessarily think motivational speaker, right? And. Uh, <laughs> So, so I, I, I definitely I listened to it with like the with the lyrics in my in in tow and and uh, and I'm like oh okay I get it now I don't think I ever really knew what what the song was about I just know that he says yeah. rooster and uh, and that and you know it's a great it's a great chorus and you can sing along to it but I never really knew what the song was about until you forced me to actually sit down and, and read the lyrics so yeah um, great. great song. It, it totally matches the the theme, especially now that it makes more sense. And um, and uh, yeah. yeah, Alice in Chains is great. I mean, you know, definitely oh, yeah. something that I expect you or, or or you or myself to to pick one of these days. So it was you. Uh, good job. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah, I, I I I've used this song to motivate me many times. So, uh, Brandon, do, do you picture an actual rooster or rooster Cogburn when you hear this song now? <laughs> I like the picture that it's a, like it was a gigantic rooster. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's like a chicken restaurant. It's like here comes a rooster. Yeah, they like, just like, like it's like a commercial for right, for right. chicken tenders, dude. Actually, oh man, it's making me think of a comic book called Chew, and there's there's a, a action superhero uh, rooster in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and the song is kind of about like war heroes. You know, yeah. Uh, brothers in arms. Uh, and you all my brothers. So here comes the rooster, bitch. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if that fit, but it uh, sounded good in my head. Uh, yeah. We'll work it out. Don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I had to, I had heard the song before. I liked it. This, yeah. So, I mean, I very much got locked in the mindset of like light and the darkness, and and that's what this song is because it plays <laughs> okay. with that. It, you know, you need that silence yeah. to see how pitch black it is uh, when it starts yeah. out and with the slow melody, and you're like, yeah, this is totally that. You know, you're trying to light a spark, get a torch going, and then you got a horde of army in front of you, and you're just <laughs> you're just that single light the darkness fighting your way to get out so but yeah it, it, i liked it a lot so well nice my cat thinks so too <laughs> yeah so i'm right there with the cat yeah yeah <laughs> no it works um i had to listen to the lyrics like four or five times in order to to, to get the understanding of it uh, i totally get it brother of arms type situation i can totally see this like in a war movie of some sort or maybe a Vietnam movie or something, you know what I'm saying? Going through going through the mud and, and them trying to motivate themselves out in order to get to, to the helicopter and get to freedom. Um at the same oh, yeah. time, like it's it's definitely got that catch appeal of, of motivation inside of it. I wasn't expecting that uh, when I first heard it. Normally when I listen to Allison Change Chain Chains, not change. Um <laughs> Uh, I'm, I've got to be in a certain mindset because they, they have upbeat music, but the lyrics themselves are not upbeat. So I have to kind of like revert myself back into it's like total crisscross of the situation. Beat was not as upbeat as you would think it would be. And then all of a sudden the lyrics come in and uplift everything. So it was a good change of pace for me. And I definitely like that. So, yeah, I'm not mad at it at all. That was a great pick. Thanks, man. Sure thing. Anytime. Yeah. Can it does. It does oh, yeah. sound like Allison Change should be like a, uh, a one of those, you know, like a band that performs Allison Change songs, or like, like a, a washeteria, like a like a place to wash your clothes. Yeah. Pretty much, you know, change yeah. on the side of the street, pick it up, baby. Ooh, that's I'm, a nice I'm, song. I'm pick down up for a it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's change it up and go to another host. Um, Diedrich, what do you got? Um, just for the record, I really wanted to say cock because we kept on saying rooster the whole time. And I was like, no, I'm not going to be juvenile. But since I went on here and put it out there, I'm just throwing, letting you know, I was really laughing holding that in. I'm so juvenile with it. Like, really. But um, okay. so right. I kind of went left 
of what everybody was going with, you know, the light and the dark and, and the light at the end of the tunnel and, and kind of the feel good, you know, type of music. I, I just went balls to the wall, get your ass up and do something. Um, <laughs> I took that as my motivation. Yeah. And so I, I had to go back to, to 2011. My original song that I wanted to pick, we had already covered it at one point in time, which was Red Hot Chili Peppers Under the Bridge, which that's, that's like my motivational song altogether, but I wasn't going to bring it back up. So when I got down to it and started thinking about all the songs I listened to, this is one of those songs that's not necessarily a feel good, but it's but it's a motivator. It gets you up out your seat. It lets you know, hey, you got to you got stuff to do. You got to get stuff done. You got to you got to go hard at it. So I picked uh, a song by an artist who used to be on top of the charts um, with the We the Best music imprint, um, and you know, kind of, kind of fell off with the with the producer at that time, and then just kind of gone his own path, and has definitely motivated himself to stay busy in the in the lab. Um, he's definitely kicked out more records since then. They haven't been best popularized, but it doesn't mean that the music is any less good. So this particular song was 2011, towards the height of his career. Um, this hit uh, number nine on the R&B hip hop charts and number 60 at the top 100 it rested at number 30 on the hip hop charts towards the end of the year and it's uh, Ace Hood Hustle Hard and that's what I went with and yeah I just a straight motivation get up and go get it that's that's where I'm all about um you know when it comes to the feel good songs I got a couple of them but this one is just hit the ground running even from the first sound it's like yeah get your ass up let's get out get out and get something so what do y'all think about Ace Hood Hustle Hard I never heard it before I but I like this song this song is awesome like I I, I listened to it and like yeah this is this is one I really like re-listening to I, I actually went and saw the, the video for it. The, the video is actually pretty cool. I mean, like, mm-hmm. the, not half bad music video, you know. And so, but yeah, like, yeah, it, it's it's a total motivational song. Yeah. And the, what happens the, in the video? I, didn't, I haven't seen the video. So it goes through, like, the four seasons, but it just, like, it's him, and he was, comes walking down the street, and so then it, it moves to the right, and it shows something going on, and then it moves to the left, showing something going on, and then it just, like, jumps back and forth. And just like different people doing different hustles or or when they talks uh, about his his baby mama needing the house or, or you know his mama needing the house and the baby yeah. didn't choose it shows a, a lady holding the baby so it just kind of like matches kind of like his lyrics but you're you're like yeah it just it's a cool yeah plus yeah. he's the only constant everything around him is changing and it's panning to the left or the right drastically yeah. in order to show those changes while he's still in the middle moving yeah Exactly. Plus, I, I like the line that silent mouths don't get fed. You're like, oh shit! Like, yeah, that was that was crazy. That really made me think. Spitting. Like, holy like, yeah. shit! Yeah, yeah, this fucking this really like uh, captured the theme. <laughs> And I was like thinking to myself, like, damn, this guy's fucking ripped too. Like Ace Hood, fucking oh, yeah. was... ten pack out of his <laughs> shit. Um, I just started like a gym membership, and I'm still like really bot dad bod. So yeah, I'm gonna be hustling hard to get rid of that shit. But uh, <laughs> yep, uh, definitely. This was like, yeah, this really fit the theme. Really cool, really cool vibe. I like how he like he seems fast. You know what I mean? And that's what kind of rap is that? Is there like a there's got to be a style to it, right? This one was just a steady cadence. He was just riding the beat and was just throwing it out there. And he wasn't, it wasn't following yeah. any trends at the time. He, this is really how he rapped. And, and uh, even today, you know, he still has that kind of kind of steady militant type flow uh, when he's coming out. But I mean, the, the the sound is still the same. It's it's gritty. It's in your face, but it, he's definitely lyrical, so he works. Yeah, I like how he has like a short stop after every sentence, mm-hmm. and it kind of like it accentuates what he's saying so you're like oh whoa you're like you get blown away by it you know it's like okay shit you're taking care of baby mama and getting a house for your actual mom and yeah yeah that's and you know what i've been there like in so many situations where i'm just like oh shit's gonna be fucked if i don't like snap out of it right now so I've had to hustle a few times, uh, not for any, you know, baby mama, but, um, yeah, for myself, <laughs> my cats, my cat mama. Yep. So, yeah, I like it. All right. 
It's first time I think I've ever heard of of the artist, uh, and I also means first time I've ever heard the song, um, and I did enjoy it. Like you definitely approached it a, a bit different than than uh, I think the rest of us might have, um, mm-hmm. for sure. But you know, it totally totally works. Like if it's going to motivate or inspire you, this is it. Like this is a song I think I would I would play if I'm trying to uh, trying to um, I maybe make some money or work on something creative uh this would like this would definitely be the song that i would play so totally fits fits the theme um also great great gym song as well yes. i i think so uh yes. yeah i i did enjoy it but yeah i'm pretty sure i've never heard of of ace hood uh yeah there oh, again more more blind spots in uh it like there i feel like there was there was definitely a certain time where i just i was like for four years when i was in college i was not paying attention to a lot of stuff and and i think that probably carried over a little oh, bit for sense. a few yeah. years so yeah you know like even tv shows and stuff i just completely missed um yeah. but yeah, yeah going back to the song uh yeah I think I think it was a good choice and um, I did enjoy it. And uh, yeah, you know, I should probably listen to it a little bit more if I want to get get the ball rolling on some uh, some ideas I got. So oh, good. No, it's, it's also uh, like, good. yeah, go ahead. It's also like if I got my car repossessed, you know, I got to get my car back. If I, uh, yeah. Well, you, you would, but you're, you can't Plumbing play your cassette. Bad. You can't play your cassette of the song because your car's gone. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'd be, I would have to like figure out a way to listen to it and go get the car. So there's an extra hustle. It's, it would be fucking crazy. That would be perfect. <laughs> your only CD <laughs> players in the car, dude. <laughs> Grab a Walkman and go from there. Awesome. <laughs> While you're walking down to go get it. No. Um, now, this biggest song probably to date was uh, Woke Up in a New Bugatti with him and Future. That was like the biggest like recognition he got um, from, from outside of the lane just because that song blew up like crazy. But outside of that, he was a, a tutelage of under... Um, DJ Khaled and was one of the first artists on, you know, we the best music type situation before Khaled went off and started doing 500 collaborations. Is so, that his brother? No. Okay. No, it's not his brother. It's just, um, you just met him. He was coming out of Dade County. Um, he, he represented what Miami sound was and he was a young go-getter. And so Khaled liked that and appreciated that and put him on the hooks and tracks and they see, you know, he's, he's getting blown up in that spotlight. But like so many other artists, to get lost in the wash. Um, he got he stepped away from Be the Best Music simply because Khaled was doing a whole lot of collaborations that it got to the point where he didn't have to promote any of his artists. He just used other labels artists and mm. kind of got washed off in the fold. But like I said, he's still performing. He's still under his own indie label. Um, he's he's actually putting in work. He's still releasing albums and singles. Um, you know what I'm saying? They don't get the same notoriety, but those who know about Ace Hood still rep Ace Hood because he's, he's just one of those stand-up dudes. Um, at the end of the day, and he's turned his whole life around. Now he's completely vegan. He's even more shredded than what he was before. I, so, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say I saw some some pictures of him. Now you're like, damn, <laughs> I can't yeah. go vegan. I may be vegetarian <laughs> for a little bit, but vegan, it's fucking. Yeah, he, he went hustling. all the way off off the off the charts, and he's all about meditation and getting his mind right and and taking care of his family and and doing the best yeah. that he can. He's even on a couple of reality shows. So he, he's definitely still in the mix. It's just a matter of how you see it, right? Um, the game has changed, but those who change with the game are always going to be game changers. So it works. Um, but yeah. Did you just make that up or is that like something here? Because that was pretty damn good. <laughs> no, I, I actually just made that up. That was my own freestyle. I like that. Fuck. I started All thinking right. about that. I said, I was like, damn, I got to write that down. So yeah. Copyright. Gonna, I'm going to listen back to this episode just for that. Yeah. <laughs> So at least uh, we were recording it, so you won't forget. Right, right. So it, I was yeah, gonna ask true. though, it's in the in the music video, he refers to his brother, but I couldn't. He looked really familiar, but I couldn't place who. His that was DJ Khaled. Yes, it that was, was okay. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, that's his friend. He called him his brother because that's who got him in the game. But in actuality, no, they're not related by any okay. means. It's just yeah, that's, that's my homie. That's my brother. That's my bro. You said his origins are Dade County, Florida. Yeah, Miami County. Yep, Miami. Oh, no, Miami, Florida. Yes, but um, if you if you ask anybody from Florida, there's Florida. 
Florida, no, it's Miami. <laughs> yeah, you, you try to say Miami's in Florida, they're going to look at you stupid because Miami is its own little world. Is that like a big rap scene there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they okay. definitely got their own rap scene. They definitely have their own artists that have, that have a spot out through the years. Um, let's see. Pitbull, uh, Rick Ross, DJ Khaled, wow. Two Pistols. Kodak um, Black. Kodak Black. He's originally from Louisiana. Oh, he is? Okay. Yeah. Oh, look um, at Taj. Taj. Taj is jumping in. <laughs> yep. Um, this, um, Katrina, uh, Trick Daddy, like the whole Slip and Slide crew. Like, it's a whole slew of artists that have come out of Miami that, um, yeah, they're, they're name stays in the business and in the music industry. For sure. So, what's we'll to do on my Amy episode? Two live crew. We we had them on here. We talked about them at one point in time. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, we could do a Miami episode for sure. And like, you'd be surprised how many artists come out of there. We haven't had them on here, but we've talked about them. <laughs> <laughs> that would blow my head right off my body if we had them on. <laughs> my God. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there is just one left host. One host left. Oh, <laughs> one host left. One host There's left. one left host. Uh, yeah. You know what? It's fine. It's fine. I'm I'm in a good place. <laughs> yes, I I made I made a mistake, but that's all right. It's uh, okay. It's okay, man. That's right. I'm just gonna listen to my song. I'm a fucking rooster. I got your back, dude. Thanks, man. Um, Taj. Yes. You. What do you got? So. Okay, so I was very much going down that rabbit hole of the the light and the darkness, you know, the light of Lithoria, you know, it, you, you're in there and you got giant spider coming after you, but <laughs> type of thing. Uh, anyways, uh, I, yeah, I it's hard to say why I settled on this particular song other than I really like it. Uh, I am going to talk about a song that I think is pseudo related to it, but uh, the song that I picked was Three Little Birds uh, by... Uh, uh, Bob Marley and the, the Whalers. Um, Rise up this morning, smile with the rising sun. Three little birds. No, it's. It, I've heard the song before. I know it's one of the songs where people always get the title confused. Um, I personally got it confused because I also got confused with Don't Worry, Be Happy. <laughs> or not, uh, yeah, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, they're not the same band. <laughs> <laughs> they're not the same band. Here's the thing. No, like, I'm sorry, Todd. Yeah, no, I know, but there, okay. there, there is a lot of people that get the two confused. <laughs> so oh, they do. Yeah, and part of why isn't is, it like Bobby McFerrin or something? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So Three Little Birds uh, came out in uh, 19. Sorry, hang on. 1977. Uh, it was on the fourth track on their the Exodus album um, uh, for Bob Marley. So, uh, and that's where that one came from. So the uh, Don't Worry Be Happy came out in 1988. So part of why people get them confused is because some of the lyrics are very similar. The other thing is somebody accidentally put a YouTube video labeling it as as Bob Marley. That's what caused the, the okay. rumor mill. Okay, I didn't going. know that. The what other the thing fuck? was it came out a full seven years after Bob Marley's death. So it like it was kind of like on his anniversary of his death is, is kind of what it sounded like. Um, and so it it's just, it's one but of those the things. The day they died, it came out? I, I'm not sure if it's something like that, but yeah. Seven so, years doesn't mean shit, but like <laughs> if it's a day, then right. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So, but yeah, so, but it, it and so it, it's, it's also because the styles are very similar, but yeah. So, um, but anyways, with, with the song that I picked, um, it, it kind of, it works on two folds. One is it's very motivational. Like I was talking about before, you know, you're lighting a torch and you got a horde of armies to, to fight through. It, it also works on the, you know, cause it's easier to uh, destroy than create. Right. But what makes like everything everywhere all at once, an amazing movie is the fact that like, you know, she creates <laughs> people's happiness at the end of it. And that's kind of what this song is. Like you can elevate that to like, you're the light in the darkness, but then you're making, other people happy and like that's just kind of what this song is and the the thing was that the other reason why i feel like this is a really good motivational song this is one of those songs like you could sing it a cappella and like you would still get the motivation of it and that's that's why i i also picked it because yeah plus it's a great song and people should get the title right so (laughs) 
And the artist. And yeah. the artist. Yeah, and right. the artist, exactly. too. I didn't know who the fuck they're listening to. And the decade. But, uh, and the decade. Who's exactly. counting? I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, like, <laughs> so, um, I, I, when you brought that up, I was trying to hear it in my head, playing a song back, literally going playback, and I'm like, how the fuck did somebody rest this up? But I can see it. I can see it a little bit. I don't know how many people can mess it up, but there's been countless of people who thought one artist did something and labeled it as something else. So let me not be the bearer of judgment. I have no gap. What I will say is, you are right. This is definitely one of those motivational songs that you put you in a good mood. It keeps you in a happy mood. And the only down part or sad part about this is the artist that it came from, you wish was still around and going to give out that kind of feel-good music. Because that's what he was all about. He had his motivation. He had his revolution. He had his 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 women songs. But for the most part, it was about feeling good and being positive and, and, and being cool with yourself and being cool with others. And that's a message I think we've definitely gotten lost over the years. And we definitely need to bring that back around. So 2023, the rest of it, I'm all about happiness and trying to bring people up. But I'm, I'm not trying to tear nobody down. So I don't care what people forget or, or don't remember the song being correct. What they can't remember is the message behind it, which is be cool with each other. I'm cool. That's a great song, though. Yeah, it's fantastic, fantastic song. Um, totally, totally a song that I I would play. I play to to make me to make me get out of my funk. Um, and uh, I didn't know there was so much controversy about who sang what or what the name of the song was. No clue. I thought it totally made sense. Um, even even when I was younger, like never never was confused about who sang what. So, um, but uh, and and the voices are very different as well. So. Um, yeah, I don't get it. But the song itself, yeah, this song is is a classic and um it's it's really funny that you picked this song and I'm going to date this episode by doing this, but the most recent episode of Ted Lasso, the song was featured prominently in it. So, um I thought that was pretty pretty awesome. No spoilers, no spoilers. And spot on. It's a yeah. song. I'm not telling you more than that, but <laughs> Yeah. So for sure. um yeah. No, great great choice. Excellent excellent song. So what do you think, Damon? Uh yeah, I think I know the difference between uh <laughs> So I'm I'm the only <laughs> idiot. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you knew better than some other people might have known. And then people took it so far to make a big thing about it. I mean, come on. Anyway, it's okay. It's okay. I'm going to, I'm going to be okay with it because every little thing's going to be, it's going to be all right. And, um, this album is great. I love Bob Marley. I've seen Ziggy Marley live when I was in high school. Um, big weed fest, man. Oh my god. But yeah, that was uh that was fun. I don't know if Ziggy Marley played with the whale. I think he was playing with the whalers. Um I don't I think he kind of mixes it up, but I don't know what he's doing now, but that was that was a good thing to see. It was a, a legacy show. Wish I could have seen Bob Marley himself. But uh, I love the song, I love everything that comes from the whalers, from Bob Marley and you know, like you said, Brandon, feel good music. This is the music that I play when shit's getting real and uh, i need to bring it down a notch you know so fuck yeah good pick so did you guys happen it, i watched the video for this as well i had never seen the music video so. i would never think to see the music video but yeah how, how was it? it it was interesting it's it's like it's uh the big bad wolf is trying to get a pig <laughs> like eat a pig it's all animated and oh, so like totally ruining i don't even know <laughs> Yeah, ruins the sound. Yeah, it, it's in, it, the way it ends is interesting, and you're like, okay. <laughs> so, is that an original video, like an older yeah. video? Oh, yeah, wow. it, as far as I know, it was original and the the official music video. But yeah, so because the pig smokes a, a reefer, <laughs> and then the, the, the wolf <laughs> the wolf has some too, and you're like, okay. <laughs> It's like way to twist the uh, the the meaning here. Exactly. I guess there's probably that little bit of that too. Yeah, they were having fun. Yeah. So. 
Okay. So um, I think we're that's it for everybody, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. That well, uh, like, yeah. we're going to go ahead and uh, uh, pick up the r- record here and uh, flip it over to side B and drop the needle on side B. Uh, so, Brandon, you had some homework for us, didn't you? I did. Yeah, uh, I I, uh, I have an album that uh, that I wanted you all to listen to, and uh, it is a little bit different than our theme. Um, <laughs> Just a like scotch, a Just little a kind of a polar opposite. Um, but it was one that I've been wanting to 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 uh, select here for a while. Um, so the album that I picked is from 1994. And it is from the artist, the band, the group, uh, Gravediggers. And the album title is Six Feet Deep. And uh, I just want to start with how I came about being introduced to this album. And then I'll talk a little bit about the band and the, and the production of the album. But my introduction actually happened from reading a magazine called Rue Mort. They had an article about some of the best horror-themed albums uh, to ever be released. And this was one of the albums that was in this article was Six Feet Deep. And I thought it was really cool because it was a hip hop group and I had never heard of it before. And this was also before spotify and all that streaming so i bought the cd and put it on and fell in love with it right away and it's an album that i go back to and listen to quite often i'm big fan of it and uh and that's why it's my choice album um so grave diggers is from new york city and the founding members there's four four artists and they also had alter egos which is kind of cool too right? it's really cool uh you had prince paul who went by the undertaker you had, and I hope I said this right, uh, Fru Kwan. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Fru Kwan yeah. was known as the gatekeeper. You had Too Poetic, who was the Grim Reaper. And then you had Riza, who was the Riz, Riz Rector. So uh rizza rector rizza i don't know it's it's yeah anyway uh yeah so they had (laughs) undertakers or they had undertakers they had alter egos which i think is awesome um the group was formed because they actually were having issues with tommy boy records and then they wanted to all work together so that's how grave diggers was formed grave diggers is one of the pioneers of a hip-hop subgenre called horrorcore um I don't know as much about what horrorcore is, but essentially it's kind of a, it's like, it's horror themed. Uh, it's like a combo of hip hop, gangster rap and heavy metal. Um, I hope mm-hmm. that's the best way to describe it. Um, yeah. The, the album itself is sort of a satire on hardcore hip hop and gangster rap. And it is laced with horror, horror themed imagery black comedy and satire i mean it's it's just it's an awesome album through and through there's there's great skits in it um there's references to all sorts of uh all sorts of horror films and and what have you um i'm trying to think if there's anything else i wanted to mention um yeah i yeah so anyway um yeah it's just it's an album that i really like i have listened to some other grave diggers but this one is the one that i i think is their best and um you know it's it's hard to beat this it's it's just it's unique it's different um, there's uh, to me, I like, I, I don't know a lot about horrorcore. I haven't listened to enough. Um, but, but this is just, I don't know. It's just something, something special about this. I'm so glad that there was an article all those years ago in a magazine to introduce this to me. Cause I don't know if this would still be, uh, if this ever would have been on my radar. Um, but yeah, it's such a, such a great album. Definitely curious to see what you guys think. Um, oh, one other thing I wanted to say. So, this album was actually passed uh, by Def Jam Records and Jive Records. They wanted nothing to do with it. Easy E's uh, company what were wanting to potentially uh, put it out, but I, I think it was Prince Paul who did not want that contract, and they ended up going with uh, uh, G uh, Street Records. Hopefully, I said that right. It's G E E. So uh, anyway, um, G Street. Yeah. 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 So. 
a lot of what I know about this, I I, I kind of got from uh, from the internet. But but I'm coming more from just what this album does for me like it just i don't know it's just like just i don't know it enriches my soul which is really weird because it's very dark at times but again it's like it's the satire it's the it's the dark comedy the black comedy in it and because i'm a huge horror fan you know there's certain things in this album that i listen to and i'm like ah yeah yeah i know what you're talking about and um you know so yeah love this album i have a hard time picking a favorite song there's a few that come to mind i'm gonna just go ahead and go with this one because uh there's just i don't know i i like that i don't know i i like the uh i like the skits in it and uh the dialogue and it's uh my my choice track is diary diary of a madman be a witness as i exercise my exorcism the evil that lurks within the sin the terrorism possessed by evil spirits voices from the is uh that's my favorite one so um all right i'm gonna uh pass the baton and curious to see what you guys thought you took my pick so i guess it's over now for me <laughs> no i like diary of a madman too uh, and then there's, uh, of course, there's a 1 800 suicide is like a fucked up. <laughs> the whole album's like disturbing, but I gotta say, I pulled up to Costco while I was listening to this, and then whoever was next to me, this dude, uh, he, he must have had respect for me or something because he looked in the car and he looked at like, he's like, all right. <laughs> It's like okay, that's right. That's me listening to this shit. Uh, I felt elevated for a second. It was cool. And the album, the album is definitely way the fuck out there. I mean, it's like it's totally your style. How did you find a fucking <laughs> rap horror album? I only Brandon could do that. So um, yeah, I think the Diary of a Madman is like the lyrics in that, and the One Eight Hundred Suicide are just like. Suicide, it's a suicide. So you wanna die, commit suicide, down one eight hundred cyanide line. They flow really well. It sounds really good. It's a good beat. Their their instrumental part of the music is like uh, is spot on. So kudos to production on this. I mean, these guys were having fun. They really are fans of horror. They're they're fans of music. They're fans of entertainment. You know, Ariza coming from um, you know not he's not just. Uh, a horror guy you know this isn't his you know Wu-Tang Clan is like that's that, and that span for for decades for this guy so and he's still doing his thing man uh, Rizzo's badass motherfucker is what he is I like the Wu-Tang the Wu-Tang forever and then he, he kind of flowed into Grave Diggers after that this is like that solo you know the little project thing that they were working on but uh, yeah Rizzo I've always had respect for Rizzo <laughs> Ever since high school, I heard his shit and was like, okay, you're fucking it up in a good way. It's awesome. But I didn't know that there was a horror... A horror-themed rap album called Grave. I heard it great. I heard okay, so maybe I heard one song. I heard Grave Diggers, and then I didn't go back to it. And then this was like a revisit to the whole album. And yeah, it blew my fucking mind. If I were to like go over the lyrics, I'd probably like you know someone call the cops on me or something. But yeah, <laughs> that's. That is definitely like your song pick was my song pick. I I think that's great. You know, we're like kindred spirits here with the fucking grave diggers. But uh, yeah, no, that's there's there's a reason why people like that song. It was good, good flow. Um, yeah. All right, I'm gonna stop now. <laughs> I listen to it ten times at least. So, so yeah, I'm throw it out there. All right, so I'm putting you down for one eight hundred suicide, right? So, <laughs> yeah, that that would be yeah. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Taj, if that was yours. No, 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 no. That's fine. That's fine. So, so would you have Dietrich or do you want? Oh, you want me to go? Yeah. I was, I was gonna let you go. Okay. Well, um, so Brandon, hell of a pick, man. You know, I, I was I was hyped as soon as you said the album. As soon as you said the artist, I was already in it, so I wasn't even tripping. This is '94 at its best, um, especially when it comes to branching out, because this is when I want everybody to listen very closely. This is around the time when you did not have artists sounding the 
same. You could not turn on the radio and hear the same 15 songs, like same 15 artists, and they all sounded the same. Everybody had their own distinctive style, distinctive flow. And this was like the this was like the epitome of that, right? Because there were only this is a subgenre of rap that you only had about three groups that actually fit into it, and that was they were, they were like all the the like forerunners of the situation. So you had um. Of course, uh, Grave Diggers, which was Prince Paul coming from De La Soul and RZA coming from Wu-Tang Clan, like Damon said, and they joined together and came with a collaborative group and, and this shit blew the walls out of everybody because they were like, what the hell is this? I don't know what the hell to do with it. And then you had um, Hypnotized Minds, which was 3-6 Mafia coming a couple of years after that, and they, they literally dove into that horror rap before they decided to go mainstream with it, but they were literally right there and there are a couple of albums out of there that I could I could throw it that way. And then there was a group under Swap House called Psychodrama, which that's what they built on. There was a little bit of a speed flow on slow tracks, but they were all about the horror style of rap and and literally giving you like lyrics that you could listen to and then wake up with nightmares about because it was all about street <laughs> shit. But it was coming from like a, a, a evilistic type of view. So this definitely started off on that path and it went down and dirty and I loved every minute of it. Um it definitely took me back to my my teenagehood. It took me back to to listening to this album, just bobbing my head and, and having somebody come by and like they're trying to figure out if it's rap or if it's rock or metal or if it's like they hear screaming in the background. Like, are you listening to like a movie soundtrack or something? Like, is that a is that a horror movie you're listening to? No, just just give it about thirty seconds. The rap is gonna kick in, and when it does, they're like, oh hell, what the hell? <laughs> so, props to, props to you, Damon, for getting street cred for pulling up with this track Costco. That's oh, fuck yeah. Somebody, <laughs> somebody was banging it out. Um, For me, I love you know, pretty much the whole album. I, I rock with this. I know they had three other cuts after this, Um, but for me, my pick was uh, Nowhere to Run, Nowhere to Hot. Nowhere to Run, too, baby. There's nowhere to hide. Uh-huh. Fuck it. Another day, another Because I just knew somebody was going to pick Diary of a Madman. And I'm glad that Brandon picked it. I was like, you know what? I'm not even mad at it. Because I can see that would be in the, the cut that everybody go to. But yeah, Nowhere to Run, Nowhere to Hide was their actual first single that they threw off on here. And that's 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 the one I fell in love with. And I'm like, yep, yeah, that's where I'm going with it. So I, I left you some breathing room, Taj. You can go ahead and see. <laughs> Uh, so uh, yeah, so I I I like the album too. Uh, I listened to it a couple times. I actually went and watched. <laughs> I, so far, all three songs that have been picked all have music videos. <laughs> so it's like I, I actually went and saw the music videos. You're like, oh damn! <laughs> but um, I'm trying to remember which one. One of the three, and I'm surprised Brandon didn't call it out, but I'm pretty sure one of the three has an audio clip from Young Guns. Right? <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Well, I, I think I know what you're referencing, but it's not actual dialogue. It's not actually from the movie, but the dialogue, it's they're yeah, reciting it's dialogue. dialogue. They're reciting yeah. dialogue from you. Okay. I wasn't yeah. sure. So, okay. I'm just going to be like, I'm pretty sure that's Young Guns dialogue. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, it was a good album. It was, yeah. It, my, my first pick was Diary of a Batman. Although the first time I listened to it, uh, and I think the one I'm going to go with, um, is uh, here come the grave diggers. You can't fuck with me, you're my man, so check it out. Because that was it. That was, I know on first listen, that was the one that stood out the most, and you're like, oh shit, like okay. So, but yeah, it, after you listen to the other ones a couple times, you're like, yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, even one eight hundred suicide. You're like shit. Like it, the first two guys are like, eh, we got this one guy to kill himself. I got this other guy, and then the last guy is like, I got six people to kill themselves. You're like shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he, he ain't playing around. Like okay. <laughs> And all of them bragging. Yeah. <laughs> right. I wonder if that would fly today. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Yeah, hell I mean, that's, that, that's the only thing I was, like, thinking about it. Like, okay, this is, like, really cool around. Really cool fucking song. It sounds great. But then, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to be. This is more like the movie Saw. This isn't like, uh, you know, uh, the movie where the, the good guy wins, you know. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. I mean, if, I mean, yeah. <laughs> 
I can see it coming out today. I mean, it'd be a little bit harder. It Maybe. may be more. Yeah. It, I don't know. I mean, society. You may have to play it off as more like parody or like you know comedy, but like this is just straight up legitimate. Like, yeah, this ain't comedy. <laughs> yeah, this like, ain't comedy. It fucking, even, it yeah. captures the whole horror yeah. genre. I mean, they, they do a good job. Diary yeah. of a Madman. One one line in that. <laughs> Is they show they they sewed my eyelids open so I couldn't sleep like holy fuck <laughs> fucking I think I even saw a horror movie where they have somebody's eyes open so they couldn't sleep yeah yeah but no I mean, what got me about Diary of a Man Man is the, the the whole thing at the beginning is like all right uh, I already got the judge he's gonna have you guys plead insanity he's just gonna ask you a few questions and like. The judge asks questions and then they just go way beyond insanity. <laughs> like, like, yeah, he's just going off. He's listing all this shit. Yeah, you could just be like, I hear voices, and judge be like, all right, fine. They're like, nope, I'm going to give you everything. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Without a reasonable doubt, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you tell me how I can get out this bitch. <laughs> I'm going cuckoo for cocoa puffs <laughs> all the way. I want cocoa. I'd rather be in the cloth room trying to holler at nurses and keep my little three medicines a day and sit up in the state pen. So hell yeah, I'm doing all that. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. Well, all right. Good, guys. Good days. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, I'm glad it was success. And uh, before we go, Diedrich, what's our homework for next time? So it may sound like it's a playoff of what you brought in, but it's really not. It's, it's complete opposite. But <laughs> it's so good that you can't really deny it. So I'm going with 2015 album All Possible Futures by the group Miami Horror. Yes, you said the word horror. <laughs> <laughs> so, but go check them out. You'll be pleasantly oh. surprised. Okay. All right. So is that in Florida or is it in Miami? <laughs> That's wherever you want it to be, Tom. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Close your eyes and you're there. <laughs> All right, so this is the next episode like a Dexter episode? or? <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're headed, bro. That's where we're headed. All right. So next week's homework is the album All Possible Futures by Miami Horror. So make sure you listen to that before you listen to the episode. And uh, Taj, yes. why don't you uh, go ahead and, and do your, your sign off here? Okay. Uh, well, this has been Choice Tracks. Uh, you can find this on our website of choicetracks.com. We end with a Z, like Greg Diggers. Uh, you can also email us at choicetracks.com. Uh, again, also end with a Z. Uh, we have matching playlists on both Spotify and Pandora. So please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Let's go and sign out. I've been Taj. I'm Brandon. And I'm uh, Damon. And I'm Dietrich. I'm keeping it simple because we already scared y'all enough with the damn appetite. But uh, we're going to pick up that needle for y'all keep spinning those choice hats.